one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We, we were joined by Michael Jordan today. We all got very so excited, excited when the producer told us tremendous. this morning. Yeah. You could barely contain yourself. No, you? I love basketball. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll hear from him. Um, also, uh, we had a bit of a chat, didn't we? About yeah, various, a lot of a chat, actually. Various matters. So I'll say that's as much as we've done for some time. Maybe. Okay, right, okay. Well, you earn your money. Well, that's right. And uh, anything else that we liked, Andy, today? Uh, yes, the, we had uh, Nelson Riddle's son on. Yeah. Not Jimmy. <laughs> no, that's it. No, it's, I was going to ask him about Jimmy, whatever happened to him, uh, his brother. But this was, um, this was Christopher Riddle. Yes, and I asked him... What Sinatra was really like. Yeah, so his dad, Nelson, in case you've not well, heard of I had to ask him twice. He didn't hear me the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but his dad was the man who arranged all many of those great Frank Sinatra songs. And uh, he's a big sports fan as well. And that's why he came in. So is that it? That's it. Okay, here it all is. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. And talking to the moose, uh, Ian contacted me after the show last night. Yeah, and will be revealing to us his inside leg measurement and you, later on. What, what are you going? What did you go for? I think I said thirty-three. I think I said thirty-three, yeah. thirty-four. I can't remember. I think you went thirty-four. I went thirty-three. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Okay. He's an odd shape. I mean, it's, it's more, hard to, it's it's hard more to the, gauge. The girth, isn't it? It's more the girth of the moose leg. I imagine he's, yeah. quite, he's got quite a wide... He needs quite a wide leg. He's not a man that could buy off the peg. I d- he's I definitely d- made to measure. No, do you think so? No, oh, I think yeah. he buys off... I think he... What, uh, what fits him off the peg, apart from well, he's, West Ham outerwear? He's not that misshapen. <laughs> he's not... He's just, you know, he's not high and mighty, is he? I mean, you can, of course he can buy off the wide. peg. He, he just buys... Wide and mighty. I imagine he just buys a looser cut. Because of his very muscular thighs. He's got his own range of clothing though the moose what? range that Ollie not Ollie Ozzie does for him yeah that's right the Adam's moose mate. as you see pictures of the moose but now I'm sure you Ollie. see him on social media he wears all of uh, it's, it's all kind of branded clothing doesn't matter yeah. where he's going whether he's going to a yeah. sort of funeral or, or reporting on a match <laughs> <laughs> he still wears the it's moose black. wears the black t-shirt with the moose on it <laughs> as a mark of respect up. yeah anyway yeah. on to the football I was a good night. friend it says embroidered and, and they should top. be playing a bit of Scott Joplin whenever our, uh, Chelsea come on because it's never a dull moment watching Chelsea though it's always great well, for the neutral what did neutral. I say to you in pre-season it's a joy for the neutral I did say that to you didn't yeah. I said to you after I'd watched them a couple of times that they're gonna, the neutrals are going to love Chelsea this season yeah I do think it's great to watch. Like I think everything, I think it'll develop and I think Frank Lampard will develop. Personally, personally me, I would have, last 10 minutes I would have brought on tomorrow. I would have gone a little bit. Shut up, shut up a bit. A little bit. bit I thought they were a bit bit like Arsenal, you know, going for it 
you know, and then getting caught on the break and then going for it again. Yeah. I mean, it's great to watch, but, you know, personally. Um, but it's good that Abrams doesn't look like he's too injured, which was good from Chelsea's yeah. point of view. Very reliable. We're going to talk later on about making the step up from the Championship to the Premier League. Don Goodman's going to join us. He has his thoughts on why Jared Bowen has not been snapped up yet. He could be. I think so. I saw Stan Collymore saying today that he thinks he could really do a job in the Premier League from January if uh, Hull were prepared to let him go. But um, yeah. But it's interesting, isn't it, that... That Abraham, you looked at him in the championship and you thought, oh, not sure. You looked at him at Villa, you thought, not sure he can make the step yeah, up. He was but scoring he looked, a lot of goals, getting better, but yeah. he still wasn't 100% sure. But now but he, he looks, looks better, doesn't he? At, well, uh, he Premier you know, you've got Giroud can link the play, hold the ball up, but is too slow and can't really score goals, not prolific. And then you've got that Schwa, who's a poacher, yeah. his general play and tendency to run offside is ridiculous. Yeah. There was just that one last <laughs> night when he was ahead of Kante and he just, just ran offside. And he, what are you doing? How? Yeah. What, where do you think you, you know? You've got to run. Why? You've got to hold your run. I mean, that's basic, isn't it? And you've, but you've he can been, finish. You've been bemoaning Kepa's slightly mm. floppy wrists at time, but he yeah. kept that penalty out with oh, a brilliant did, yeah. save. But then that bad error of judgment for the equaliser, where he doesn't really, tip it out. I thought the first goal he should have saved that as well. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. think they might be looking for a new keeper soon? They think I don't know because I'm not the. But, but you'd imagine if there are any doubts, you'd imagine Peter Cech, who's the technical director, can see them. But yeah, was, yeah. you know, maybe it's a case he's young. He's a young keeper sure. and he's. A bit like decay i think i'm hoping he'll get better and better but he and does then, need to get stronger um liverpool um now having to go to uh, salzburg and that yeah, is a tricky. look i mean it could be tricky you know they've got a few injuries coming in they've got a busy month and uh harland looks like he's going to join manchester united he could be scoring his first goal for manchester united against liverpool harland is a decent yeah. he's a hot, look, probably the hottest property young property in uh, europe i say at the moment also watching the the lovren goal last night and i'm not saying this would have been the correct call but I think in the Premier League, had the referee given that as a push, the VAR official in the, in the Premier League the would have given it, given it. I think he'd given it a push last but night. But I think, I think the bar's lower in the Champions League than it is in the Premier League for VAR, to be honest. It's interminable. But I tell you because what you Merton's, the little dig he had at... Um, at uh, Van Dyke, which was pretty key to the goal, yeah. you could have easily have brought that back as oh, well. You can't keep re-refereeing. But well, I know, you but know, it's, it's as they've got the technology, but I think, as I said, I think the bar's lower in the champ in, in the Champions. Tell you what, you do get to know now that the longer it takes, the more likely it is to either go for you or get. If you know what I mean, if you're waiting yeah. for it to go for you, the longer it takes, the better that is. Because last night that one took ages. We've got a good eye for a player, though, haven't we? Because uh, we've always said about Mertens until about sort of 18, <laughs> yeah. two years ago, no we said Mertens, that's, it's, uh, it's Flemish for no end product. <laughs> yeah, but, um, blimey, he's, uh, that was some finish, wasn't it, really, it was. from that angle? Oh, no, brilliant finish. Do you see Klopp dashing down the tunnel at half-time? He looked like a man in need of relief on a cold night. Do you think it was... Yeah. I think he just wanted to get the boys in for a chat. Well, I think well do you think he needed me. the loo? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. What does it make the boys, the boys coming on their own pace? But man, no, managers do that. That's a sign, isn't it? It's a sign that you're going to get in the That's dressing room early. To go to the so you're in place, ready, you've collected your thoughts. <laughs> no, court short. So I think you're a man of a certain age, Andy. That's what it is. Well, so is Jürgen. You're always having a rush, uh, rush to the loo. Great news about uh, Bill Roach, who plays Ken Barlow uh, oh, yeah. in Coronation Street. I've, I can't believe this. He did an interview in the press this morning and he said that, uh, oh yeah, he keeps <clears> fit still. He says, yeah. uh, he says, I have no plans to quit and I still play basketball to keep fit. That's fantastic. He's 87. Well, like sort of pick up games or is he. No, for the Cleveland yeah. Corries, they're tremendous. <laughs> they're a good side, aren't <laughs> they? Good, yeah, yeah. It was him, and there was the great, the great Willie Eckers, like who was in there. <laughs> what a player! Well, in he the was. Hall of Fame, <laughs> wasn't in the Hall of Fame with, uh, with Bill Roach. <laughs> He's a... going to love it. Uh, Bill today, isn't he? Bill Roach is going to love it because we've got Michael Jordan on, and uh, yeah. Neil, 
and Manchester United fans and say, are you serious? The Michael Jordan legend, uh, if not the biggest letdown ever. <laughs> it will. No, well, according to our producer, <laughs> it, and let's ask him, it is well, the Michael bigger Jordan. Bigger letdown than Van Gaal, Mourinho, etc. Yeah, is it? It, oh, hang on. He says it's a Michael Jordan. Yeah. Apparently, it's Michael Jordan, the commercial manager at Woodford's Brewery. I know. They've made this beer. They've created a beer for Timu Puki. Yeah. But surely Delia should have knocked up a Puki pie. <laughs> no? What's that? Oh, I, I'm with you. Yeah, Puki. Yeah, so it looks better I'm, when it's written down, I have yeah, to I say. T- yeah, it worked. It kind of worked. It, was, it sounded like you were talking sort of a child language. But I, I'm with you now. I'm with you now. I'm, yeah, I, I see you what you were getting at. But it must be. T- do you have a name? That it's a famous name that, that people when you walk in the room they think oh Michael Jordan Michael Jordan will be here in ten minutes oh yeah and That's with right. respect it's the commercial manager at Woodford's Brewery not quite who you were expecting <laughs> quite, and no. I'm sure he's a lovely bloke Michael we're going yeah. to discover that in forty five minutes and we're delighted to talk to him about the uh, the perfect <laughs> finish uh, Pookie uh, beer but mm. th- there must come a moment think think. Oh, it's that Michael Jordan, not not yeah. the other one. There is so, a LeBron James at Green King. Is, yeah. is that right? Yeah. They've all got. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, there's, um, there's the other lad at uh, the old uh, Fuller's Brewery over the road from you. They've got Kobe Bryant. He's their he's their commercial manager. It'd be great. But the whole world of brewing was uh, policed by uh, NBA legends. If you've got any other people, uh, let us know. Talksport.com. Text eighteen eighty nine. Now, um, one of the things I want to ask you about this afternoon is. Uh, um, have you been regarded as a person of influence, uh, but with no substance whatsoever? This may have limited appeal, but it's happened to Andy. He has mentioned this before. For some reason, and you don't know why it is, there's no, no. earthly reason why this is, you have become a magnet for uh, people from the subcontinent looking to get into the world of professional yeah. cricket. They, how do they reach out to you? Is it via Instagram? It's, it's actually via Facebook. Okay. I, I'm on Facebook. and uh, So, for example, today, waiting for me to approve their... Uh, uh, what do you call it? On Facebook? Remember. I don't know. Yeah. What's what it called? It? Requests. Requests. Yeah, Thank you, John. Are, so Facebook yeah. requests. Yeah, that's right. Is Jalil Khan. Uh, Yuvraj Cricket. Yuvraj Cricket? Is that Yuvraj Cricket? Mean? I think so. Azruddin Khan and Ambikesh Tiwari. Yeah. All hoping that I can get them into county cricket, I think. But what sort of things do they ask? Do they ask you specifics? Can well, you introduce me like, to... Hello, I'm a spin bowler. Or, hello, I'm a very hard-hitting right-hand opening bat. <laughs> the predilection to stick it through the covers. Right. Can you help me? And, you know. So, do you ever go back to them? I don't really, because I don't really want to encourage it. I don't want to... So, a couple of them phoned me the other night. <laughs> <laughs> really? I know. Where's it come from, Andy? Have you well, I say it... Pakistan and India no, would be but, my I guess. Mean, this this misconception uh, you know, that you're kind no, of some... That I you're think, Ashley Giles. I think I had in my... Uh, profile photo. You were there that night. You know, we, we, for my birthday, we played an indoor game of cricket. Yeah. And we had a photo all taken afterwards, all the players. Yeah, yeah. And that's my byline yeah, photo. If I saw, like, me and a few other people all in cricket gear in the indoor centre at Lords, <laughs> a fairly motley crew. <laughs> exactly. Uh, there's a few of the boys that could have been pro cricketers, but <laughs> no, generally most of them were. Not me, you, and Frank. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I wouldn't make that leap then to thinking, oh, well, he must be some kind of cricket fixer. Not in that sense, obviously. I, I meant somebody who can get me a contract. So, it's weird, isn't it? There's no other reason for it. So, if, if you're listening this afternoon, uh, if you rage cricket is listening this afternoon, um, then it, you've got the wrong man. Andy's not your man. Really, <laughs> no, he can't help you not. out. So, have you, has anybody ever felt you were a person of influence? Talk oh, and my other, I've got two Facebook accounts. Oh, one, yeah. 
And the other one has a photo of me in front of Garfield Sobers statue in Barbados. Again, that's that's a big leap well, between just because of... you've been to Barbados. <laughs> I, I mean, I've got a picture in front of that statue. I'm not in. This is what I was saying in the meeting. This could only happen to you. It couldn't happen to anybody else in this building that that uh, happened. Know, Huge right. letdown, says Jez. Uh, the Ipswich fan. <laughs> oh, he said Michael Jordan was coming on the producer. We talking, believe him. Talking of Ipswich, did you see that wonderful old school bit of tabloid writing today? Yeah. About um, Ed Sheeran at Ipswich. And it's mm. Chloe Kerr. She wrote this and it's uh, Sheer We Go, Sheer We Go. Ed Sheeran finds the perfect pitch oh, nice. as he cheers on his favourite football team. Yeah. Uh, the singer, 28, who cares, and his wife, Sherry Seaborn, 27, we didn't need to know, yeah. were in the crowd as Ipswich Town drew nil-nil with League One rivals Wickham Wanderers on Tuesday night. Both wore club colours as they chanted, meaning head sang the blues. Oh, that's very good, it's isn't good, it? isn't it? That is very good. Put yeah, surprise yeah, that's, there. That's, uh, beautifully done. I mean, what you could have said, uh, you like the way Ipswich was set up, I'm in love with the shape of you. Could have gone down that route. <laughs> Could have gone down that route as well. Much better, what Ed Sheeran says at the football, we'll add that to the mix. Talksport.com, text 8 to 89, tweet TSH and J. Magic Johnson is head of hop development at John Smith's, David Buckley tells us. Is he really? So it's true. Uh, Larry Bird is a drayman at Lee's Brewery in Middleton, That's says Adam. So just some of the people. Uh, it's odd, isn't it? NBA legends share their name with people who work in the brewing industry. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talksport. Six foot six from North Carolina University, Michael Jordan. No, oh, not that one. Not that one, apparently. Sorry. Well, look, I don't know. We've not <laughs> spoken to him yet, but we are about to speak to Michael Jordan. Uh, that was the music, of course, that played when the, the legendary Chicago Bulls were introduced what a team into they the were. stadium. And so, uh, we, we don't know. Will we get, as we say, <laughs> good afternoon to our next guest, uh, who is the commercial manager at Woodford's Brewery. Uh, will, it be a so rich, will it be a rich Carolina <laughs> accent or not? Uh, good afternoon, Michael. Good afternoon, gents. How are we doing? Not bad. Do you not, like your intro? Not him. We gave you that's yeah, the biggest build-up. That's a bigger build-up. We gave the five-time world freestyle champion about five minutes ago. Michael. That's impressive. Excellent. Anyway, do, 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 do people ever talk to you about your uh, your NBA namesake? It's been mentioned once or twice. Yeah, that's yeah. the joy of the radio scene. No one knows what I look like. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Just the thought of you makes me stop before I begin Cause I've got you under my skin Good afternoon, Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talk Sports, and uh, we're joined in the studio now by the uh, the son uh, of the man that arranged all those fantastic Capitol Records albums with uh, Frank Sinatra. He also worked with uh, we well, worked with everybody really: Ella Fitzgerald, Sammy Davis Jr. Um, the the lot. Uh, and uh, Nelson Riddle's son Christopher continued in the family tradition. And uh, it's, uh, joins us now in the studio. Great to see you. Good Thank to you see you. Thank you very much both. for coming in. It's interesting. I was reading that um, you're the third of, of, of uh, six children, uh, but you were the only one who became a professional musician, was it? Yes, but actually there were there seven of us. But right. We lost a little sister. Oh, wow. Uh, tragically, uh, she was premature. She was born July 20th, nineteen. 57 and yeah. she uh should have been in an incubator she didn't her lungs uh, weren't properly developed and unfortunately we lost her and she was only going on seven months old so there were seven of us it was in i've meant to correct that but for some reason sure. or another it's pulling teeth Did, was it was it um your, your brothers and sisters decided not to go into the music well, business I, yeah, I, I've been asked this question many times mm. over the years. My, my, uh, the eldest in the family is my brother Nelson Skip Riddle right. the third. My father was junior. Um, as a matter of fact, he's married to one of your actresses, Paula Wilcox. And has, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. in yeah. fact, wow. I just Great saw them for dinner. Actress. I just saw them for dinner last Sunday wow. night. Hey, yeah. Do you know where they are now? No. They're in Massachusetts with his daughters, really? uh, enjoying Thanksgiving. Oh well, okay, <laughs> so that's good. They, Man about the house and all that's your great, yes, great yeah, comic yeah. actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, it, my siblings. Uh, I don't know. I've I've uh, been asked that question. Why am I the only one that went into the music business, mm. as it were? And <clears> I've, the only thing I can come up with is I guess they wanted to eat on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you worked with a lot of the artists that you, that your father did because you were part of a junior vocal group that worked with Sinatra and Bing Crosby and Dean yeah, Martin. Yeah, I, I used to work in a vocal group. My sisters, uh, Rosemary and Bettina and I, we used to work in a group called the Jimmy Joyce Singers. Uh, we backed up Frank Sinatra, uh, Bing Crosby, Dean Martin... Uh, you name it. We d- we were. I did high hopes for a hole in the head, and I was also oh, wow. on uh, a pocket full of miracles. Jeez. For um, what the heck was the name of that movie? Glenn Ford and Betty yeah. Davis and whatever. We'll have to look it up. It will come what back. Was, to what us. was Frank Sinatra like? I mean, as I a can't man. remember the name of it. Yeah, I've been. In the, my father. I don't know. My father. My mother used to tell me 
all these wonderful things about my father, and I, I, I had him on a. I, I never wanted to be parted with him, so I picked up the trombone so I could be with him all the time and go to work with him. Finally, yeah, I was just saying, what was Frank Sinatra like as a man? He was a lovely man. He was so. If you visited his house, uh, and he was entertaining, obviously. I mean, he was always asking people, if, "Have you got enough? Would you like this or any?" He was the, he was a host extraordinaire. Hmm. He was a lovely man. He's a lovely man. I would, when I um, when I lived in uh, Las Vegas briefly uh, back in 1974, the recording industry was slumping at that time in Los Angeles. So I moved to Las Vegas. And I joined the musicians' union up there, a local 369. I was a local 47 Hollywood member. And I wanted to work in one of the pit bands up there. And I, they want you to go up there. They make you starve for six months, basically, hmm. to show you really want to be a member up there. You were not supposed to leave town. I would sneak out of town and drive down to L.A. and play a TV film with Henry Mancini or my father or whatever, just so I had something to eat. But the only thing I could afford to do up there, entertainment-wise, was go and see Frank when he was in town at Caesar's Palace. Because I walked in there, I walked right through the coffee shop at Caesar's into the backstage area, and they <laughs> and they fans. and they gave me a seat. <laughs> yeah. I had a Savile Row suit and about ten bob in my pocket. You know, <laughs> but uh, sometimes Frank would walk out there and he'd look down at me and say, "Hey, Chris." How's it going? <laughs> and people would look at me and go, wow, who's that? <laughs> the That film was a pocket full of miracles. It was called that. Um, Bet David that's right. That, that yeah, was Frank the, Capra right. movie. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. just looked movie. it up. The, well, let me tell you another yeah. Frank. This is a good one. Hmm. My father and Frank Sinatra had a falling out with each other. I won't say, I won't attribute it to any, either one of them, but mm. whatever. They didn't work together for a number of years. Meanwhile, my father's career was resurrected by no less than Linda Ronstadt in the early 1980s. Oh, wow. And, uh, oh, here's the funny, this is a funny story. Uh, we're doing a, um, we're doing a benefit for the American Ballet Theater at the Beverly Wilshire Hotel in Beverly Hills, the Crystal Ballroom. And Linda is entertaining, and we had a 55-piece orchestra, just the same orchestra that re recorded all these wonderful albums, What's New, Lush Life, for sentimental reasons. And guess who's sitting in the front row? Uh, Frank and Barbara. Okay, and really. Linda, I swear to God, the guys in the band, we all looked at each other. That's Linda quite intimidating, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Linda walked out there, Linda walked out there, and Don't she looked down it. at Frank, and she, she didn't mean any harm. Linda's a doll, you know. Yeah. But she looked down at Frank, she said... I hear you've been singing some of my songs. <laughs> and we all looked at each other and went, wow, I hope he's not packing tonight. Otherwise, <laughs> she might not get out of here alive. I, I, I was brought up on those uh, those albums that your dad arranged. My my mum had all of that those Sinatra albums that your dad bought, those Capitol albums. But I was really interested to hear that they were kind of brought together. Sinatra's career at that time was not going particularly well. And it was the boss of Capitol Records who said, you've got to work with this guy, Nelson Riddle. And apparently Frank was saying, well, let's work with some tried and tested guys. I can't take that chance. Is that well, true? Frank, Frank, yes. Frank was jealous. of. Yeah. Uh, he considered my father his arranger, but he had neglected my father a lot during the 60s and 70s, especially when my father came over from Capitol Records to reprise uh, he was promised all kinds of things that, that we, he was going to be able to do, and it didn't happen. Uh, so they were they were heading for a collision, you know. And they mm. they had they broke up in '78. My father said, "I'll never work for that man again." Okay. But the phone rang one day in nineteen one day in December 1984, and it was Frank. 
my father and Frank had, had collaborated on the inauguration of JFK in January 1961, and Frank said to my father, he said, Nelson, would you like to do this again for the Ronald Reagan inauguration, January 1985? And it, my father agreed to it. He thought, okay, mm-hmm. let's, you know, mm-hmm. enough, let's bury the hatchet, sure. you know, whatever. And uh, at one point, Frank realized he was in Washington, D.C., planning a lot of things, whatever. And he, he said to my father, he said, Nelson, I'm sorry, I didn't take the time difference into consideration. Uh, I'm sorry to have woken you up so early in the morning. My father had a very dry wit. He mm-hmm. grew up in the Depression in New Jersey. Nobody had this to rub together, yeah, right? Sure. Mm. I swear to God, this is what he said. He said, that's all right, Frank. I had to get up and answer the phone anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, Dad, what did, what did Frank say to that? Yeah. Silence. Shh. <laughs> Nothing. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. From TalkSport. Um, you see, uh, there's possibly an announcement, it couldn't be today, that Manchester City are, are buying uh, an Indian Super League team. Mm. So we may follow up, head over there and find out more. Um, it's an interesting choice. It's a kind of uh, lower mid-table uh, side uh, in uh, in Mumbai. They've not had the greatest of sort of domestic no. seasons, but they're, they're buying into the... Okay, uh, this model must work for them in some way. Yeah. It's hard, you know, how, how it does, but see how it does. But there you go. They've been. Uh, I mean, they've been working. When I was in uh, in the states a little while ago, they, they were doing a lot of promotion because City were in New York playing some games, and they were working it hard. They were mm. all around Manhattan in some no, no, big yeah. bus. They had trophies there, and they're, to, they're there to. It's there to build the fan yeah, base. It grows interest it, in the main club. It does, yeah. you know, which is always going to be their priority, rightly so. Uh, do you want to know about Rick Astley? Um, yeah, of course I do. Yeah, singer Rick Astley, fifty three. Really? He's still looking very young, isn't he? he? Has revealed his biggest irritation is is diners being rude to waiters, because he'd never do that. He's never going to give you stick. That's that's, that's nice. That's beautifully done, Andy. Lotto winner Steve Thompson threw a huge party for friends before telling a chosen few, I'll share my millions with you. I was thinking... Oh, you got that is so tricky. What's that? How much do you give? He won won £105 (laughs) Yeah. Now, say so. Let's that, work on this. Okay, yeah. so I've won 105 million. Oh, yeah. Put okay. it to you. And I come in and I say, Andy, I want to give you something from yeah. the 105 million. What's Especially your... as I'm about to retire and leave you in the lurch. <laughs> yeah. What's your <laughs> breaking news here on Talksport? What's your uh, What's your expectation, uh, Andy? Uh, well, we've worked together for 20 years. If I, I'm, I'm going on what I'd give you, I, I think a million. Okay. You know, severance pay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to carry on. I'm going to be like that bloke. I'm going, to jo- I'm going to get the job done. Are 105 million. I'll still turn up and look oh, at for, you every day. Oh, for goodness sake. That's what keeps me, it keeps me going, Andy. <laughs> you, the first time the phones went wrong again, you'd say, oh, I don't need this. I've got 105 million. You'd be <laughs> off. <laughs> well, I didn't know you were retiring, by the way. You've just said I'm about to retire and leave you in the lurch. Well, well only if I've won 105 million. Oh, OK. Well, yeah, well, not, I, said, I, thought, <laughs> I thought that's just a, just not, a general anyway, announcement. Anyway, my retirement would not leave you in the lurch. You'd probably give the show a boost. <laughs> No, no. I, so you're uh, expecting no, a million quid. Million. I think I've, I've not done too bad because um, Steve Thompson's uh, long-term sort of business mm. partner, um, they say they're talking about four million. He's going to get four million quid. That's well, a life-changing amount. Yeah. I mean, a million is, of course, isn't it? So, yeah, well, a million would be nice. But there would be help, members help of the family. There would be members of the family, wouldn't you? Mm. It would be difficult. You've got your 105 million and you say, here, uh, Auntie Joan, uh, I've got a little cheque for you. And she goes... Oh, 500 grand. Okay, fair enough, Steve. 
<laughs> enjoy I mean. your other. There's bound yeah. to be somebody yeah, who said, just, "Oh, he got six hundred. Just grand. half a mil, then. Yeah, thanks. You'd have the Eldridges coming out the woodwork. I'd, yeah, I'd have. Uh, yeah, I'd have the Beckham <laughs> sending me begging letters. It'd be fantastic. Oh, Victoria might have to. <laughs> <laughs> Forty-two million. I could buy into her uh, fashion chain. Yeah, that's right. Bail it out. Of course, that it doesn't a... need that. Everything's fine. It's all well. Been blown I don't out know about that. It says they've lost forty-two million, including a record twelve point two million last year. Oh, I see. They're going. That's the losses forever. That's not yeah. quite fair. That so, so they made a loss. No, of less, 12, less twelve point two million. Let's redress the balance. Oh yeah, we the kind of money that Joan was expecting from the hundred and five <laughs> twelve point five million. Very young Manchester United side, as predicted. Grant yeah. Laird, uh, Bernard Bernard. Twanzebe Shaw, who's the they oldest sound like statesman. Just two people, Grant Laird and Bernard Twanzebe. Bernard, Bernard Bernard Twanzebe. Um, yeah, Shaw Garner, Garner Levitt. Levitt. He's tremendous. Garner Levitt, yeah, he's a tremendous player. These Chong Lingard could easily read the news on uh, CNN. And Gomez Greenwood. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse Lingard is the captain, as expected. It's the team, really, everybody expected. Uh, hmm. Very young side. A lot of young players on the bench that are going to get some game time. Very, the youngest Manchester United side ever to represent the club. In Europe, well, it's a great opportunity for them, and it's yeah. a great opportunity for the fans to, you know, all fans like to see the youth product, like to see players coming through. Greenwood yeah. looks like he's a, the yeah. real deal. Well, so, look, they've yeah. got through. It makes sense. They've got some big mm. games coming up. It's, was it a six-hour flight? You know, put the first team. They've got Villa at the weekend. You want to put the first yeah. team? If you've qualified, what's the point? So it'd be interesting a, to see how Villa move. go because that was a good win. They played well against Newcastle. They got they uh, did. United on but the they weekend. Been a bit, they can be a bit flaky, Villa. You look at and some weeks us, and you they think they got us on the Amazon game. Yeah, they look the part, and then other times you're not. For sure, but um, yeah, but anyway, just to go run. back to Steve Thomas because it's interesting how people react to this the lotto winner. We all talk about winning 105 million and imagine what we do with it. But uh, Troy Webster wrote to the Sun today. Oh, said, did he? Who would be I've been gr- waiting for Troy oh, Webster's no, yeah. take well, on it. I barely a, slept. He's quite generous. He said, "Who would begrudge builder Steve Thompson and his shop worker wife Lenka their 105 million euro millions win?" Well, I tell you, who would the bloke A Hewlett from Suffolk who wrote underneath you? <laughs> how absurd for the national lottery to give 105 million to a single euro. Millions winner. Even the recipient stated one million would have done. It defies belief. No, it doesn't. If you won it, you wouldn't think it was. You'd think it was fine. <laughs> People, honestly, that's great. You can come on stuff. It's the idea that he's a, he's a kind of build and a working man that, that, that he kind yeah. of deserves it. And years ago, yeah. I, I was working for a publishing company, and they had this. Uh, uh, it was a kind of iconic drum kit as used by uh, uh, the uh, a famous player and the editor of this particular magazine. Mm. I think felt this drum kit should go to uh, a worthy cause. So uh, when he pulled the name out of the hat, he was delighted to see mm. it come from a fairly uh, working class part of the northwest, which is where he was from. Mm. And he thought this was fantastic uh, until he phoned up the winner and uh, he said, "You've won the drum kit." And the guy said, "Oh, that's fantastic." And uh, he said, you know, so would you, you know, you want to come down to London? We'll take some photographs and pick it up. We'll pay for uh, mm. your transport to get down here. He said, it's okay. He said, my, my dad's business has its own helicopter. So I'll just fly down. <laughs> I'll fly down. <laughs> That's not good. And uh, the working class yeah. hero editor was slightly gutted. <laughs> um, so they must have lived in the posh part of the working class town. But, uh, it's, yeah. it's interesting with the lottery because it, t- it tends to be working class people who win it, which is when I, when I buy a ticket, I think, what's the point? It's never going to be somebody like me. Well, there are t- you know, 
shouldn't be. No, it's, to be yeah, honest. Just, but well, you know, it's it's a Andy, it's a lot. In, in the true the sense causes. of the word, it's a lottery. Isn't I only it? do it for the good causes. Now, yeah, of course, yeah, you're not interested in winning <laughs> not at all. And uh, interesting news: Amazon, of course, in the news, are doing their big football offering next week and then around Christmas. Yeah, but uh, also uh, with Alexa, they've they've come up because people are a bit fed up with Alexa's voice. I don't know exactly what it sounds like because I haven't got one, but. Apparently, they, they, they're working on a new one that has a range of emotions. Oh, yeah. So, for example, if you've won a trivia quiz or whatever, it's sort of quite upbeat. But if your favourite sports team has lost a game, it's a bit downbeat if it announces it to you. A bit like the sort of PA at Liverpool, that fella. Yeah. Well, we've gone 2-0 down. That's you know. it. Shouldn't it be regional? Don't you think they should work on Alexa being regional, depending, depending on, you know, so you, you basically talk <laughs> well, to you. from wherever you are. Yeah, if you live down in, if you live in Taunton, <laughs> you get the full Alexa Somerset experience. <laughs> really? That would be good. It would personalise. I'm sure the yeah, technology's yeah, there to do that. that's not a bad idea, really. You know, yeah. state by state, if you're in the southern states, you get a sort of yeah. southern American accent. I mean, I'm sure... It's not beyond the. The technology must be there. You'd have a closer connection to it rather than this it's kind true, of. Yeah. Could be anybody. Could be somebody reading the news, couldn't it? In London, the the voice you generally get at the moment is that's, that's very particularly personalised. No, we'll try and make it. Okay, right, we'll make that happen, Andy. I'll leave that with you. Okay. Anything Good. else? Uh, I've got news. Yeah, uh, it's possible. I've got news of a, uh, a, a a terrible thing, really. Certainly, if you're an elite mm. athlete, um, the, Charlotte Arter. Uh, is the UK 10,000... The 10,000 uh, <laughs> metre champion uh, yes. ran a 10k in Leeds mm. uh, a little while ago and was chuffed. I think it was a personal best. A number of the runners in the race mm. ran personal bests and they were delighted mm. with their times over 10k. Problem is, uh, the people behind the 10k had, had uh, changed the course slightly uh, so it went past the town hall, <laughs> which obviously would have looked good in, uh, in photographs to promote yeah. it. Uh, but, but in doing so, made it slightly shorter than 10k. So all those times it's have been expunged. Well, they have to be because yeah. they, they didn't run the full race. It's a bit unlucky, really. I mean, but you know, they're not About professional that. runners. So are you they? think you've run a PB and you think, blimey, I'm, I'm on yeah. it. This is fantastic. And then you realise you've not quite run the 10,000. Now, I was a bit uh, bunged up early. You may, you may have heard. And uh, but you've just told me that Mike Parry's come up with a cure. I've before. got good news now. Mike Parry, uh, I, I don't. When I say don't try this at home, <laughs> I, uh, really? often people throw that <laughs> phrase around willy nilly. But please, folks. Don't try this at home. It might have worked for Uncle Mike, but it hasn't worked. I mean, look, listen to this. This is Mike Parry tweeting this earlier. Okay, folks, I found a miracle cure. Okay, <laughs> twice in the last week, on a night before I was broadcasting, I felt the onset of flu. Okay, says Mike. Uh, I'm putting the OKs in. It's a bit like Frankie Howe. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. On each occasion, I've mixed a tumbler of salt water and waterboarded myself in the bath <laughs> to flush it up my nose and throat. Okay. Both times it's worked. Now, Mike, you shouldn't be... A, you shouldn't be waterboarding yourself. You shouldn't just be using the salt out, the, the, the salt shake. And you shouldn't you? use tap water either. You should use either boiled or... It's not... Mike, it might work water. for you, but I'm not sure you should be promoting the Mike Parry <laughs> patent waterboard myself to get older flu symptoms technique. Imagine if it actually worked. Really kids roll up right like a huckster isn't he roll up roll up he'd be brilliant wouldn't he doing all the fairgrounds with his saltwater miracle no, water balding Mike cure. sitting in the bath and doing yeah. that to himself be careful folks don't try uncle mike's uh, treatment it sounds Definitely dangerous not. to us the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast from talk sport there we are that was this afternoon's show 
Um, and we return tomorrow. We'll have the clips of the week. I think Martin Kellner's here. Motti's back, isn't he? Motti's well, back. Motti's yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking yeah. ahead to the weekend's football. So until then, uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.